Yo guys, welcome to the first official episode of Subbed In. Now, if you don't know what this is, uh, a while back I used to do uh, games and anime where I would talk about games and anime, which, you know, wasn't really that great at the time. More people were primarily focused on music, but I always wanted to talk about anime anyways. So I have a separate segment. I've separated them. And it's probably going to be a lot more organized. And the anime that I'm covering, uh, in my opinion, is going to be a lot more exciting than uh, the ones that I were covering. Be- I was covering before I were covering. Wow. So without further ado, uh, the epi- the animes that we're going to be covering today are Attack on Titan Season 3. Boruto, obviously. Uh, my Hero Academia, or... Boku no Hero, if you know you like the Japanese version, and uh, Black Clover, and I am really excited because I watch all these animes, and I I love all of them equally. Well, some more than others because I have more time invested into them. But I honestly like the anime that I'm covering. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Attack on Titan Season 3. We're going to start at Episode 4. And just pray that, you know, you guys are okay with that. So, quick quick disclaimer. Obviously, there's going to be spoilers. So, if you're not caught up with the show, then go watch them. Come back and then listen to this. Because this will this is going to be covering Episode 4. And I'll be doing a, a little mini recap of one through three. But this is primarily episodes four. Four's episode, so I don't want to hear it. Don't at me. So first off, we haven't really seen much Titan action lately in the f- season three. The main villains or foes so far have all been humans. And in episode episodes one through three, Basically, uh, Aaron and Krista, a.k.a. Historia, have been kidnapped on behalf of the the king. Or more specifically, the the government currently ruling. Right? Because they get caught up in, you know, a bit of politics. Basically, if you didn't see the ending of season two, what are you doing here? Aaron, you know, finds out he has an ability where, as the as the coordinate where he can, you know, influence other titans to attack other titans, and he does that at the ending of a uh, season two. In order to save him and Mikasa's life, and we already know that Krista, that we all knew, uh, is actually Historia, and she's actually. Um, royal blood and the king that is currently in power is a fake king installed by the government so they want to get rid of two problems with one solution so they're trying to get rid of this political problem because Krista is the true heir to the throne and scout regiment knows so the government uses the military police as well as assistance from Kenny the Ripper, who I will address later. 
to tie up loose ends, which includes uh, Dino Reeves or Boss Reeves. You've seen in previous uh, seasons where, you know, he is the, the merchant that makes money uh, for the town. And the uh, citizens of Wall Rose. Wall Rose, yes. So, the scout regiment is now being pursued uh, by military police on authority of the government to execute and disband the, the scout regiment. Uh, this episode four generally focuses on uh, Commander Erwin and his plan in trying to overthrow the king as well as Captain Levi trying to infiltrate military police whereabouts in order to discover the discover the truth behind uh, Aaron and Historia's whereabouts I don't know I said truth should have just said to discover their whereabouts <laughs> uh, in assistance with uh, Commander Hanji or Section Commander Hanji and Flego Reeves, which is uh, Dino Reeves' son. Dino was murdered by uh, Kenny Ripper with assistance from the military police because Dino Reeves had an agreement with the military police. So he can do, you know, merchant stuff. However, he, uh, one of the things that, one of the quotes that I love about uh, Attack on Titan is he then turns on them and you know betrays them essentially to help out the scout regiment and his reasoning was you know a merchant must learn to follow his nose and he was just getting bad vibes about the the military the, the, the military police he was getting very shady vibes he didn't like what was going on and he made a decision based on that and lo and behold he gets murdered for it and you know Flegel his son, which is a weird name, by the way, survives. And he ends up actually becoming the, the boss because he wants to know, um, is all of this true? Is uh, the military police very corrupt? Is the, the whole government corrupt? And he sets them up in a way where, you know, he's running from them because they know he's alive. And... They finally corner him into what seems to be an abandoned uh, part of town. And uh, Flegel's asking all these, uh, you know, incriminating questions about the government, the military, the military police and everyone. And he finds out the truth. Uh, they're about to shoot him. And of course, in the nick of time, Levi and Hanji come save, save him and these guys are saying, oh, no, oh, no, like, no one will ever believe you. However, lo and behold, uh, the what appeared to be abandoned was actually a bunch of uh, residents who actually lived in the area, who heard everything, including, you know, counts of corruption, counts of uh, murdering Dino, counts of, you know, a lot of shady business, basically. So this episode was basically not not fodder, but like it was set it was set up so that we can see the 
overthrowing of the the government, which is uh, Commander Aaron's plan in general. So this episode, it, it was it was. It's funny because even filler episodes for Attack on Titan have have detail in it or they have purpose to it. So it's like almost like there's no filler because we haven't seen uh, Eren and Krista for like two episodes and the show's still doing decent. That's just my personal opinion. Let me guys know what you think about episode four. If there's any detail that I missed that should have been mentioned. Also, feel free to, you know, yell at me for not mentioning that. Okay, maybe not yell. Maybe just politely express your anger. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Moving on, we have uh, Boruto, Naruto, Next Generations. Um, so, yeah, this is this is... I don't even know what episode it is because I don't care anymore because we're currently in filler episodes. Uh, all we're really learning is we're learning that uh, Chocho, who is Choji's daughter, uh, knows how to use her butterfly mode and it makes her slim. That That's all I've gathered from this episode, from these episodes that have been, you know, recurring. So what I'm really going to talk about, raw. <laughs> I'm tempted to edit that out, but I don't want to re-record this, so I'm leaving it in. I really want to talk about the the fight between uh, Boruto, the Five Kages, Sasuke, and the 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 villain from the Boruto movie. Because they redid that fight entirely, and holy fuck, that fight was done immaculately. Like, I was almost really disappointed in the series, but this fight kind of, kind of given me gave me a bit more faith in the direction of where it's going. Now we can move forward. Basically, set up, set everything up. Everyone's already in trouble, right? This uh, this villain who has these chakra chakra fruit or tablets uh, is eating them. They go, they 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 come here because they're looking for Kagura because uh, Kagura, wow, Kaguya, because Kaguya has supported them for you know generations, but she stopped supplying, she stopped putting out, so you know. They, they, they came knocking on our door. It was like, yo, where where's our tablets? Run into the to the boss, the Mr. One One Arm, Sasuke, Uchiha. And Sasuke Sasuke done do bits, you know, have a little fight. But let's fast forward to, you know, Boruto cheating and uh, Boruto really trying to find his own quote-unquote ninjoe. Yes, it's back. And he finds it, you know, he's wearing his his father's old old get-up, old battered, old tour from, you know, the, the OG Naruto series. 
and <laughs> I I love this fight. I love this fight. There's so much. There's so much detail into it. There's one. The fact that he just knocks everyone out within two seconds. Scary. We then learn that Sasuke and Naruto are not <laughs> are not motherfuckers to be fucked with. And they they display, you know, the classic uh Hubie mode into um Sus- Susana? Yes, Susanna armor, you know, and all of that. They basically recreate, you know, some of the old classic fights. Moving on to Boruto, we learn that Boruto's Rasengan, as he was learning it, he subconsciously added a chakra nature to it. Now, the reason why this is so... You know, at first, you know, it's like, oh... Okay, that's pretty cool. You know, he's already a genius. So, you know, we, we, we expected something like this. It's the fact that his chakra nature is actually lightning. That scares me and it concerns me because a while back, if you don't under, if you don't remember, Hatake Kashashi, Kakashi, he made the Chidori Strictly because he could not add the lightning property to the Rasengan. So he made the Chidori. And he had the uh, Sharingan eye to manifest it. So you're telling me Kakashi Sensei couldn't... It was too difficult for, for him to add lightning properties to the Rasengan but Boruto who is a genin by the way done it subconsciously to the point where his Rasengan vanishes if I've I've never seen an ability so broken and it's and it's so basic you know everyone loves a Rasengan and now he can do just so much fuckery with it because it disappears. You know, he could throw it to a shadow clone, catch it, them not know he caught he he caught it, and then just, just it, it's bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. So we fast forward to you know where he 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 hits my Donny's arm and he's just like, what the fuck. <laughs> Where did that come from? And, you know, where, you know, he absorbs more chakra because this is anime. And when you think you've beaten him, he suddenly gets stronger. Well, it was mostly, you know, that scientific Ninja 2 guy's fault, but he gets stronger. He's just like, okay, I'm going to end it. And then. Naruto gives Boruto his uh, his chakra, makes a giant vanishing Rasengan, which he can just 
switch on and off like a light switch, by the way. And, you know, they defeat him and stuff like that. And here we finally see where he talks about Boruto now not being a normal person. Which, that, that is the part that is very interesting. Boruto gets a mark on his hand. Which they haven't really addressed. But they've definitely shown signs that that arm is going to be important very soon. Or not very soon, but it's going to be important in this series. And another thing that... Uh, I, I don't think his name is Momoshiki. But the villain says to Boruto is, your blue eyes will take end up taking everything away from you. Which is obviously hints to the Tenseigan and the, and the Jogan and... Uh, I'm just, I, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. This is a mess. I'm so, I'm so excited. That's that's basically all I've tried to say right now is that I'm excited because Vanishing Rasengan, he gets a mark that's, you know, weird for whatever reason that's not explained. Then the Joganai reappears and he's being told he's no longer a normal human. All I'm saying is new Team 7 is more OP than old Team 7. And old Team 7 was already OP, and now they've made OP 2.0. I guess that's what I really wanted to say. I didn't want to talk about the fight at all. I just wanted to say that Boruto's OP over and over again. But I thought this scene was very well done. Especially the intricates with the um, shurikens that um, Sasuke throws and applies lightning to. That was really cool. It was really good to see QB mode uh, into Susanoo Ama again. That was also really cool. Uh, the Vanishing Rasengan obviously is really cool. Well, I've said really cool about four times in, in the last three sentences. Everything was, uh, that episode was probably the most perfect Boruto episode I've seen to date. And right now we're in filler, so I'm not really stressed about it. But we're going to move on to Boku no Hero. So, quick synopsis, or synopsis, context. Those of you who watch the show will know, but it's about a boy who wants to become a, a hero uh, because the current Earth superpowers are now emerging and they are called quirks. So each quirk, you know, does a, a, a different thing. He was born quirkless. So as a normal person, that's kind of rare. And, you know, he then gets a perk through, you know, some different ways. Long story short, he goes through a lot of trials and tribulations, and now he's in the top high school for developing pro heroes, and they went through more shit, and now they're at their uh, provisional hero license exam. More specifically, the final stages. So class A, which is the class that he's in, 
are now in the final stages of their of the first test for provisional licenses. And in the episode prior, Bakugo actually got um, he almost got uh, defeated by um, we're going to call him Meeple Man. <laughs> he has a quirk where he sends out mushes of uh, flesh and if it massages you in the in the right spot then you become a meatball basically just a blob of flesh so he becomes a blob uh, bakugo becomes a blob of flesh and of all people kaminari actually comes in very clutch and what i like about uh boku no hero right now is that a lot of the uh the side characters are now coming in clutch and I do like when animes actually take the time and actually develop the other um, the other characters in a show especially with such a large roster it's a it's a whole class for fuck's sake so you have a lot to keep up with another anime that does this well is Ansatsu Kyoshitsu or if you you know you speak English Assassination Classroom. That's another anime that does this that very well. And I got uh, Assassination Classroom vibes from, you know, these past episodes where the other kids are starting to step up. They're starting to use their quirks more effectively. You get to see the results of their training. And Kaminari, uh, as you know, he his quirk is electricity. However, he can't control it to... A fixed location so he uh, made adjustments to his costume to where he shoots uh, a disc of metal and he it allows him to focus his electricity in a straight line because it'll go directly toward the metal and he releases that voltage uh, Meatball Man is stunned just long enough for him to release his uh, his quirk on uh, Bakugo and uh, Kirishima to break free, and they both basically knock him out. And those free pass as well. Uh, another person who I never thought I'd see, you know, stepping up, actually stepped up, uh, who is Ayoyama. And he did he did one of the most heroic. Um, sacrificial things a hero could do, and I actually, actually pulled on my tug, my, my pulled on my tug, tugged on my heartstrings because you know I feel for the dude. Uh, he doesn't believe that he's good enough to pass, and what he really wants is for everyone else to pass. Um, Ida meets up with him. Uh, Ida wants. The whole class to pass, whether or not um, he fails. However, you know, Ida has Ida's quirk is very useful in getting in and out of situations. And Ayama Ayoyama sees this and decides, you know what, Ida, you've worked hard. Um, I don't really see a use for my quirk. So what he does is he shoots his laser. Uh, very brightly into the sky for everyone to see as in efforts to bring every 
every uh, other school towards him and he would sacrifice himself and Ida would then pass the exam. However, it does the opposite effect in which it brings the entirety of class A to him with exception to uh, Midoriya, uh, Ochako, and uh, Sero. And they they all swarm the other schools. They all use their quirks effectively as well as team up with each other and bam! Most of class, all of class A passes. Now, in the mean, slightly before they pass, um, Ochako, um, Midoriya, and Sero all do a combo where Ochako has flying debris and Sero basically tapes them, uh, rendering them unable to move. And Midoriya is just Midoriya, isn't it? In it. So they all pass. Long story short, all of Class A passes. And that's how this episode ended. Moving on to the main event. Not really. It's just my favorite anime so uh, at the moment. Black Clover. This has been one of the greatest like animes I've seen. So in the previous episode, we left off with uh, Veta, who is one of the leaders of the Order of the Midnight Eye of the Midnight Sun, who uses beast magic. Now, even after Magna and Luck, combo flame in, flame and lightning magic attack, uh, Veto is still without a scratch. He he's barely phased. He's no problem. Easy does it. So Asta and Kyoto actually arrive on the scene. And they test their, their luck. But, you know, Veto, wow. Now, this is, this is classic, classic anime. You know, where the, you know, the, 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 main, the main guy actually, like, he's, he's gaining strength. And then there's this huge L. Asta took some L's today. So, not only does Veto whoop his ass, he tells him why he's losing, gives him a lesson on basically his whole combat and rips him apart. Tells him three things. Basically, one, his anti-magic is vulnerable to non-magic projectile attacks, which is, you know, very, very true. Two, it doesn't work when someone's magic can basically boost someone's dexterity and, like, physical ability way beyond yours. 
and free he doesn't use his head he always thinks that think is things that think thinks that things are always going to work out in his favor and it's costing him and he's using two of the most powerful weapons ever and as he's doing this he's just tearing Asta apart Now, when your enemy is strong enough to coach you as he's beaten you, maybe he's a problem. But as Asta and Kiata are, you know, receiving L's, um, Grey and Ghosh take care of a strong magic user using a combination of Grey's transformation magic, which, fuck me, finally, that... They they acknowledge what his magic is. Sorry, her magic, because we find out that Grey's a girl. <laughs> and the funny thing is, we've actually known this the whole time. However, we didn't really know because we see Grey in the early episodes. In episode, episode 8 of Black Clover, if you watch it again, you will see that Grey's actually walking into another place, but we didn't know who she was until they finally revealed that Grey is the transformation. I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry. I always thought Grey was a guy, but no, Grey is a girl. And the only reason why we found out is because we she doesn't have any magic left to keep up her transformation. And that pisses me off. It really does. But I digress. Uses a combination of transformation magic and Gosha's mirror magic to defeat a strong magic chain user. Um, with them being, you know, battle ridden, they they have won out. Uh, they get caught by a vine, uh, a vine mage, who starts draining the remainder of their magic, and. In a last-ditch effort with uh, Gosh's brain and uh, Gray's transformation magic, he actually transforms a rock into a very large plate of uh, meat. And, you know, Charmy saves the day because she's a glutton. <sighs> wow, I've been talking a lot. But thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Um, I do appreciate it. Even if uh, even if I wasn't the best. I do appreciate you being here. If you did enjoy this podcast somehow. Please feel free to, you know, follow me on my social medias. At ZWEI. AMA Ghost with another T at the end. Because I know some of you listeners don't follow me on Instagram. And it's really starting to uh hurt hurt my soul. Also, if you would like to support me on a more serious note, if you would like to support me uh beyond just a listen, feel free to refer to my uh listener support page anchor.fm slash third you can support me further it really helps me a lot and i i just 
I, I couldn't be more grateful to you guys. Anyways, thank you so much for over 400 listens, by the way. Uh, it's actually surreal to me that someone would click on me 400 times or different people would click on me 400 times. Thank you so much for returning as well. Um, I I heavily appreciate it. I, but that's all for now. Remember, once bitten, twice shy, third time's a charm. I've been your host, Ghost. Take care. Relax. God bless. Peace.